Good morning, Mr. Speaker. We're so honored to have you join us, and congratulations on your re-election on Monday. I'd like to begin by saying how excited I am to be able to sit here with you today. As you know, I began my career at the Georgia Chamber of Commerce. In many mornings, I helped set the eggs and issues tables with meeting materials at 5.30 in the morning. So this event holds a special place in my heart and in my memories. For the last 20 years, I've considered myself lucky to have worked around you. The people and the teams you've always surrounded yourself with have been second to none. It's been extraordinary watching you ascend to the very tops of state leadership and to govern with a no-nonsense approach that I, as a fellow North Georgia native, can really appreciate. If we could start out, uh, I'd like to ask you what legislative priorities are your office in the House Republican Caucus looking to accomplish during the 2021 legislative session? Well, obviously, the most important thing that we do every session is adopt a balanced budget. Uh, I anticipate that's going to be um, uh, certainly at the top of our list this year uh, because, uh, uh, you know, we don't know what's going to happen on the pandemic. Uh, we need to get an amended budget out there at least uh, fairly soon to keep the state open until the end of June. Um, so, um, you know, our appropriation committees are working very, very hard to, uh, to, to, to go uh, to take up those matters. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm optimistic, considering where we were a year ago, uh, about our budget. Uh, we've actually weathered uh, this pandemic uh, in, a, uh, in pretty good shape here in Georgia. Um, and uh, so that will be our first priority. Uh, we're going to take a look at whatever pa uh, pandemic-related matters that we need to deal with uh, uh, going forward uh, because I don't think there's any issue that's more important to more Georgians uh, than the pandemic. We've had now a, about 11,000 deaths here in Georgia. It has touched uh, so many families and, and, and um so I think Georgians want us to be sure that we're uh, uh, making that a priority and making keeping the state open and our economy open uh, as a priority. Uh, another priority is going to be the um, um, uh, uh, mental health system here in Georgia. Right. That's a real passion of mine. Uh, I think that we have um, treated that as sort of a second-class citizen in our health care system for, for way too long. Uh, and it, that, again, is an issue that touches every family in the state. Um, and uh, we're, we need to get out um, adequate care, adequate treatment options uh, for people. And that's something that I really want to drill down on this session. And then, obviously, we have the election uh, uh, reform issues. Many Georgians are concerned about the, um, the integrity of our election system. Uh, some of those concerns uh, uh, may or may not be well-founded, but, but uh, there may be others that are. So what we're trying to do is go through uh, the, the perceived problems in a very thoughtful and responsible way, looking at the facts and looking at the evidence, um, and, and come up with whatever solutions we need 
to develop and implement that will restore people's confidence in the fairness, uh, the integrity, uh, the security, and the accessibility of our elections. Thank you, Speaker Rawson. I especially appreciate the mention of the behavioral and mental health piece. Thank you. The film and entertainment industries were hit hard by the pandemic, but have been eagerly getting back to work where possible. The film industry is now poised to help lead Georgia out of the pandemic economy. Can this industry, which is vital to Georgia's economy, count on the General Assembly for continued support as they get back to work? Well, they can count on the House of Representatives as long as I'm the speaker. Uh, I have, uh, I'm very clear on my support of that industry and, and, and the things that incentivize it here in Georgia. I think it has made a, uh, it, it's been a huge uh, contributor to our economy. Uh, the collateral benefits of the uh, industry here in the state have been uh, very, very substantial. Um, and uh, so I'm going to continue to support it. I, I'll give you an example. A couple of years ago, we uh, formed what we call a working group on the creative arts and entertainment industry here in the state, in the House. Um, and they have... Uh, they've had several missions, one of which was to, uh, to, 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 to be sort of an ambassador to the industry from our House of Representatives and also be sure that our members had uh, good data about the benefit of the film tax credit. Um, I think their work has been so important and the industry is so important that this year we uh, uh, are creating, or we're making that working group a permanent standing committee. We're only the second state in the nation to do that. Breaking so news. I'm, I'm very proud of that. I know the Georgia Chamber is very pleased to hear about that too. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. And you know, I'm a healthcare guy. I so I hear. <laughs> I represent the healthcare industry, so I'm glad we've been able to make it to, to this portion of the program. I know health care uh, has been a tremendous priority of yours and of the House of Representatives. And health care legislation has certainly been at the forefront of the General Assembly's accomplishments over the past few years. While the focus of the health care system remains on the COVID-19 pandemic, what is your outlook on policies that will help us continue to ensure that quality care remains accessible and affordable to all Georgians? regardless of their ability to pay, particularly when we have a shortage of providers in several communities across our state? Well, as you know, we've had, uh, we, we've undertaken some reforms of, of, of uh, certain aspects of the healthcare industry here in Georgia over the last couple of sessions, uh, um, many of which I thought were, were overdue. Um, and, um, uh, all of which had the goal of making health care more affordable and more accessible to all Georgians. Uh, that's our goal. It's always our goal. Um, I know the health care industry has been completely um, inundated by this pandemic. I mean, I, I talk to hospitals uh, all over the state, literally, uh, and uh, to, to medical professionals. I know the problems they're having. I know that Hospitals in my part of the state are at, are at or above capacity because of COVID. Um, and so I'm not sh sure 
that during the middle of a pandemic uh, is the best time to uh, undertake any, um, you know, sort of substantial changes. Uh, I think we did, we got to all kind of work together and get through the pandemic, and uh, then we'll, uh, we'll we'll regroup and see what we need to where we need to go next. Well, listen. Thank you for lending us your ear and your empathy on that subject matter. What you say is exactly right. Yep. The House has taken a leadership role over the last few years in the area of rural economic development opportunities. Can you talk about policy initiatives which may be undertaken to continue helping our rural areas grow, like expanding rural broadband or bolstering our freight network? Well, I have, there's few things I am as proud of as I am the House Rural Development Council. Uh, we created that in 2017, uh, got it up and uh, going uh, uh, that fall or early the next year. Uh, it was originally, the, the, the original co-chairs were two of our finest members, Chairman Terry England, who chairs our Appropriations Committee, and the late, great uh, Chairman Jay Powell, Sir. Uh, who at that time chaired the Ways and Means Committee and later chaired the Rules Committee. Uh, they were later succeeded by uh, Chairman Rick Jaspers and uh, Chairman Sam Watson, and all of them have done a tremendous job. All of the members of the council have done a great job. You know, they have gone all over Georgia uh, listening to Georgians in, in, in so many rural communities, not talking to them, but listening to them about what their needs are and what we as a state can do uh, to promote uh, economic uh, development in rural Georgia. Uh, we've had some initiatives that have come out of the council that have passed, uh, some health care initiatives. Uh, then last year we had some, some, some rural high-speed broadband heavy lifts, initiatives. Heavy uh, lifts. They were a major legislation, and, and we still, on broadband, which I believe is so foundational, uh, to, to, to many of the things that we're looking at, such as business and education and health care uh, and infrastructure. Um, we've got work yet to do uh, on, on high-speed broadband, and we're going to continue to focus on that uh, and, and make that a real priority uh, of the House. Very good, Mr. Speaker. You know, sadly, the pandemic has resulted in the closures of many businesses statewide but it's also showed the strength and resiliency of the business community, as many have adjusted their operations to accommodate these unprecedented times. Are there any other policy initiatives the House may consider to aid our health care providers, our manufacturers, our entrepreneurs, and others as we continue to operate during the pandemic? Well, I think uh, we always have to look at uh, and, and, and listen to the small businesses about what uh, we can do to be of help with them, whether it's uh, some short-term assistance or, um, you know, training personnel, sure. for example. Uh, you know, I hear that as a, uh, I, I think this pandemic has really brought home the need to have a skilled workforce uh, in some of our small businesses. And, and so I think we can continue to, to, to work on that. Uh, uh, but, you know, I, I, I just want to echo what you said. You know, the small businesses in this state, uh, 
and some of which have unfortunately closed. Uh, but, but others have shown a tremendous uh, ability to adapt, right. uh, to make the changes that are needed to uh, survive. Yes, sir. Uh, and um, uh, I just have to give them a lot of credit. I mean, I that wasn't government. That was private uh, business solving problems of a very serious nature. Point well taken, and we have seen it firsthand. Mm -hmm. We know you put a special committee together to review protocols for session. Can you report back on any findings as to how the legislature will operate safely this year? Well, we're going to largely model after what we did the last two weeks of the uh, last session when we, after we suspended and then we came back the last two weeks of June to finish the session. Um, you know, we, uh, uh, we, we, we got through that by uh, social distancing. Uh, you know, we are now utilizing the, the gallery in the house for seating for members. We have an overflow room in room 341 with TVs, accessibility there, um, and um, uh, so that we can maintain social distancing. Um, you know, voting was a little cumbersome last session because we had to do the, the manual uh, vote. Oh, no. But now we've got some technology that's going to let us have the people in the gallery and in room 341 be able to vote real time. Uh, and uh, I think that's, I'm excited about how that's going to speed things up. Uh, I'm mandating masks uh, yes, in, in the house for members, for staff, uh, people on the floor and in the gallery and in room 341. Um, we've got hand sanitizer all over the place for our members. Uh, we're keep, we've suspended the PAGE program uh, until further notice. Uh, Guests, we're not permitting guests on the floor of the house uh, uh, except for one uh, chaplain of the day, <clears throat> each day. Um, and we're mandating test, right. testing for our members. Very important. Twice a week, uh, we're mandating testing of members and staff, uh, and they will be tested on uh, Mondays and Thursdays of each week. And then uh, we will see what the results of those are it will allow us to, number one, get them the care they need and, 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 and uh, protect the other members, but also kind of see where we are in terms of a rate. Right. Uh, so uh, I'm very, very uh, pleased with our testing procedures. So I think we've done a, 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 a good job. I'm comfortable with what we've been able to do, and I'm hoping we'll be able to continue on a normal schedule uh, throughout the session. Well, Mr. Speaker, we hope the same. We wish you a healthy and a good session. We know you're taking everything seriously and it's making a real difference. As chairman of the Government Affairs Council, I just wanted to thank you on behalf of the Georgia Chamber for taking the time to continue this tradition in a different way this year. We appreciate you. Thank you, Brandon. It's good to be with you.